I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like burden of care. (laughs) There's less of it than there was. That's true. Yeah, so. Your uh, process towards lower surgery is proceeding apace, and we'll talk more about it next time. Yeah, it's supposedly proceeding apace, and there are some things happening. Your histo is scheduled. Yes. And we will definitely be able to talk about that next time we record. Mm-hmm. But in the meanwhile, life doesn't stop happening. No, it's been very busy. Yeah, because there are these kids around. Yeah, there's kids. We're, we're doing the parenting. We are doing the parenting, and number two and number three are still here living with us, and they are being decidedly teenagery. They are. And with teenagers, it's always more surprising if they cooperate. That is correct. You're never sure if it's an accident or <laughs> they forgot to be obstinate. <laughs> they forgot to be obstinate. I'll have to remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, or they're, it's they're trying to get something. Yeah. That's or they actually a ate a real meal that wasn't chips or something. What? Could happen. When? Um, when I take away screen time until you eat something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Parenting. Then, yeah, like you said, they're trying to get something. Mm-hmm. Their screen time back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't usually involve cooperation. That involves... Coercion. Um, yeah. Speaking of coercion, number two child. <laughs> <laughs> yes. About a month ago, when we were getting ready for number zero and number one's birthdays, mm-hmm. because their birthdays are a day apart, we generally have one dinner to celebrate the both of them. Mm-hmm. And the day before our scheduled birthday dinner, mm-hmm. number two's half-brother pops up out of nowhere. Yep, he does. He pops into town and sends number two child a message saying, hey, I'm in town, and I'd like to pick you up to hang out tomorrow. Did we ever determine what platform this brother was messaging on? I'm pretty sure they, they, the three half-siblings communicate on Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because then you tried to text the brother. Yes, to let him know that we had the birthday dinner that night. Yep. But apparently I didn't have his correct phone number anymore. And I guess I should have put him on my Instagram. So for fuck's sake. So he he didn't get the message and the boy got up early and by early I mean 8:30 on a Sunday. It's early. That is wild for and, for a teenage for a 15-year-old boy. Well, I mean, he was like dressed, showered and dressed and everything. Cuz he was there. absolutely certain he was going to get picked up sometime soon. Yes, and he sat there for 3 hours and then eventually got a text about 11:30 saying I'm on my way, which really meant I might get in the car soon. Yeah, because he didn't arrive until closer to one. And so, you know, the boy is very excited to see his half-brother. Yeah. You know, he's an adult child, and he, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a connection. But it wasn't set up very well, and I tried to talk to the brother in the driveway about it, and he said, okay, and then they drove off, and then the boy called me and said, oh, they want to do this other thing. Can I do that instead of the birthday dinner? And, and I was like, that's not cool. We've had this set for a long time. It's not my fault that your brother is coming here at the last minute without telling us so we can make a plan. Brother's invited to the birthday dinner. Yes. And the boy started losing his mind and I started getting angry. So I got off the phone with him and called him back a little while later and told him my answer was going to be no. 
in part because it's not okay to blow people off on their birthdays, and in part because I told his brother in the driveway that you needed to be back, and he said fuck all to me about it, so, and then has you call, and that's manipulation, and I'm not having it. That's right. not how I do things. Not right. okay with me. Absolutely. And and the boy informed me, fine, he'd be there, but he'd be, you know I'll just be angry at that party. <laughs> and I said, that's okay. So later that day, he does come to the birthday party and he's telling us about having spent the time with his brother and the rest of his gene pool. Yes. And that it was a little crazy. A little bit. Like he he actually moved himself off to the side to observe the insanity. Like they were not acting right. And I, I knew something like that was probably going on because after he left and then we had this, you know, interchange, about an hour or so later, the boy was texting me and I think called me. Mm-hmm. I was out in the yard and he called me and he said, what time do I have to be at the restaurant? And I thought... He just needed to connect with you. Something, Something's not great. I said, well, so instead of, I moved it up half an hour from 6 to 5.30 and I said, uh, 5.30, but I can pick you up if you, if you need. And so he knew I could get him mm-hmm. and then he did come to the dinner and... And he he told us a little bit about, he gave us some idea that things were, how did he describe it? They're like grown men, but they're acting like middle schoolers. Yes. And this from our developmentally delayed freshmen. Well, because we provide enough stability that he does tell me other stories, like when he went to the sleepover the other week, Mm -hmm. and they were all a bunch of stupid kids outside at whatever time. Playing football in the park at like 1 a.m. Stuff like that, and they're outside, and these kids want to go along and try everybody's car doors. And our boy is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> That's not what you do. That's other people's stuff. Right? <laughs> they're like, well, let's like do something to people's garage doors or something. He's like, nope. Right? You know, he can't understand, like, what are you doing? Why do you think this is a good idea? Well, What kind of fun is this? And that's the thing, like, you know, our boy definitely is impulsive af. Yeah. But those are not his impulses. No. No, and that's impressive. Really is. It is. Good job, Dad. Thank you. (laughs) I did something. You did. Yeah. And he even, he talks his friends out of stupid shit. That's good. And he did stop hanging out with some some of them for a while because they were getting into trouble and he wasn't he wasn't down for it. Right. And they're like, "Why don't you want to do this stupid whatever to people's garage doors?" And he's like, "Because there's a police station there and a police station there and those cops are going to be driving here and I don't feel like getting arrested." That's why. Right. And they're like, "Oh, okay." The fact that he can weigh the consequences against the enjoyment of a little bit of impulsive fun and decide that the consequences are not worth it. Yeah, I think it stresses him out when people are doing amazing weird shit. That is totally amazing. But then like for him to have been at this family gathering where like there was no consideration of consequences and everybody's just acting foolish. Mm -hmm. And then he comes to us and he's like telling us that that was just a little bit much. And at the same time, he really wanted to spend some time with his brother. So he was still mad about it. Oh, of course he was. He was very mad. I mean, he sees us all the time. So never mind you people, Mm. you grown-ass people. Mm -hmm. Deal with yourselves. Yeah. So then... So then, like a week or two later, maybe not even a week later? Not even a week later. He calls you on your way home. Yeah, he tried to call me, but I didn't answer. And You were on your way home from something. uh, Oh, from going to Cousin Vinny's. Yes. He sent me a text when I when I did not answer his phone call and said, he doesn't call her mom. 
He just calls her by her name mm-hmm. and says that she texted me. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. The you boy's know? other mom texted you and texted him. and Yeah. And so she did text me and she said that he contacted her and I knew that was a lie. And then I looked at his phone the next morning and sure enough, she was the first one who sent the text. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, But I bet that because he had been talking to his brother and because he had felt like he was wanting other family connections besides us because we just have rules and structure and shit, that he was a little bit more willing to reciprocate. He answered her. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Yeah. So I I sat there and talked with him the next morning because I had just come from Vinny's. I was overwhelmed with a lot of things, and that was certainly one of them. So I was sitting there doing some tapping when he came home, Mm -hmm. and he busts in there, and he wants his PS4 time. And I said, hang on, I'm in the middle of something. So he leaves. And when I finished the tapping, I I call him on his phone. Mm -hmm. I said, where'd you go? He says, well, basically, you told me to fuck off, so. Mm. (laughs) I said... I did not tell you to fuck off. I asked you to wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I was in the middle of something. Yeah. So if you are wanting to get PS4 time, you should be bringing your laundry down. Right. And he came down and he tried to tell us his bed had been dry. And then you said, no, it wasn't. You had checked it. Because I do the same thing. I check it. Yeah. And if I don't check it, then it's my bad because he's going to tell me it was dry and it wasn't. Oh, yeah. But um, But either way, he had his chores to do and he had other things to do and he was just being a little more pissy than usual. He was very angry, but he wasn't talking to me about it. And I wasn't going to bring it up to him because I wanted him to do that in his own time. I don't want to push this issue. I never, I didn't answer her. And so he didn't say anything that night. He was just, you even talked to him and said, hey, you seem a little agitated or something. And he said he was, and then he didn't talk to us. Right. And the next morning I talked to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, so you you sent me a text yesterday, and then you never talked to me about it. And he says, well, basically, you're trying to keep me from my family. And I'm like, what are we, chopped liver? <laughs> right? So I said, no, I, I'm not trying to keep you from your family. And then we went over it again, your brother, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, that was not the way to do things. And then what do I call her? His, mo- his other mother. His other He's mom. not really. Well, she's not. She's been fucking absent for three years already. And I don't want her anyway. And I'm not sure he does. I don't want her anywhere around us. But anyhow. Call her your ex. That other person. I said to him, you know, the same, the same rules and the same structure applies as it did every other time that she asked to see you. And that is that she's honest that she's transparent about what she's telling other people, and that she goes to therapy with us. Mm -hmm. And apparently they spoke or text or something. And so then she sent me a text that day saying, the boy tells me that if we go to therapy, I can see him. So basically, can I arrange that? And could it be somebody who's not biased because, you know, and she has things to say. And I'm thinking, you could say them in therapy because mm-hmm. I do not want to talk to you. Absolutely. I don't care what you have to say. Right. So. Yeah. So at that point, you you did have his doctor put in a referral for a therapist. I did it the next day. I was not well, in a hurry, but I wasn't going to drag my feet either. No, but like at that point, you know, there's not any chance of this person being biased if it's gone through the insurance Like, they picked who you're going to go see. Yes. You didn't pick. Nope. And thankfully, the pandemic is a blessing yet again, 
because you have not been as active with other mental health practitioners, clinicians, the rest of the professional community in our area. Especially the newer ones that have been interns so during that time. So there are a lot of new faces who you do not have professional connections with, and mm-hmm. that is who our boy got referred to. Yes. So he got a referral, and it took a little you know, more back and forth with the doctor's office, and then when I was supposed to contact the people uh, at the office that I was referred to, and then talking to those people and getting appointments set up. And then I didn't tell him that right away because... I didn't want him running off to her and saying, you know, we had an appointment because he, he had to do an intake mm-hmm. and get started before any of that was going to happen. Right. And by then it might all peter out. Who knows? Right. I can only hope. Well. But in any case, we did get to the intake. Yay. Yes. And the therapist is competent. Good. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's sharp. She's young. Mm-hmm. And... He liked her. She speaks teenager. That's great. Yeah. And we did not quite finish the intake. We had to have another appointment set for it. Because he already jumped right into processing. He did. He did. And he was, he did such a great job. He was such a rock star. That is so great. Yeah. That makes me so proud. Yeah. He really, he used that, that time. So he's, he's ready to talk about what kind of a problem this is. Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's well, he good. was, you know, he's a teenager, so... We, we'll see what we'll see. next time goes. Exactly. But... Those were going to be my words. That's good, because, like, he really was not able to engage with it last time with the last guy. Like, he could a little bit, I th- in little bits and pieces. I think it's good that this is a woman. Yeah, that makes a difference, I think. I do think so. Yeah. Yeah, so he started. he started with half his intake, and we will do another half this week. This week. And then you're going to have your hysterectomy, and then we have to see what to do about his next appointments after that, because you may or may not be up and around by the time it's... do not expect to be up and around two days later driving him to therapy. Correct. Yeah, I just don't think so. So what I was going to do this week when we go is ask him if it's okay if you take him. Right. And I think what I'll do in the session is say, I can't drive him next week, but my wife can. Mm -hmm. And my wife has... What's it called? You know, the papers that say... Temporary guardianship. Yeah, you have you have uh, medical permissions. Yeah. Something like that, whatever it's called. So you have that, mm-hmm. and you can bring him. And it would be good if it works out that way, because maybe then she can meet you, and you could not stay in there too long, because that would be his first actual session. Right. You would just come in and meet her. And yep. I would think that she would want to talk to you a bit just to check you out. Yes, that that would totally make sense, especially since I'm the person who didn't put burns and bruises on my kid. Right. (sighs) I'm sorry, dear. Me too. Yeah. I knew there were no burns. If there were bruises, there were nobody's fault but his own, but you know. Right. But either way, we have teenagers and we have people who act like teenagers, Yes, we do. To take care of, because once again, we are living the dream in the sandwich generation. (laughs) Yeah. When you were visiting your sister in March. Yes. Y'all were planning on having your aunt go visit your sister in November. Yes. My aunt is a lifelong Elton John fan. And he's doing his last tour. And I saw that come across my Ticketmaster because I had probably bought our concert tickets that way Mm -hmm. when we went this summer. Yeah. I had bought them around that time. So 
I I saw that and I thought that would be a good birthday present. You know, my aunt's birthday is in the fall and the concert was a couple weeks after that and it was down there by my sister. Right. And so my aunt could go down by my sister and my sister could take her mm-hmm. to see Elton John. So I bought some tickets and then we waited to see if it was really going to happen. And we're still yes. waiting. We are still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting. Since March. We're getting closer. Because this is the aunt who you brought to Reno to help. The boys. The boy to, to help your ex. Yes. With some of her health problems. So that she could better care for the boy. So that she could better care for the boy close to a decade ago. Yep. And then who, you know, after moving out of your ex's house, then lost her driver's license some months later for driving the wrong way on the expressway. Yes. Maybe a year or two later. Yeah. Because she used to go and pick up our kids from the school and take them to gymnastics, but (laughs) then get lost along the way, even though it's one road. Yes. They would explain it to her. But they would say, nope, keep going straight. Nope, keep going straight. Still going straight. Don't, don't turn. No, don't do it. Don't turn. Yeah. No. Uh, so anyhow, yeah. And she'll, she's been in and out of the hospital quite a bit because I don't think she's properly taking care of herself. Yeah, that's a thing that happens with dementia. Like she's supposed to be taking these meds every day for like for her seizure disorder, for uh, I don't know, whatever other, you know, blood pressure. I don't know what meds she takes, but I know that she takes reg- regular type old people meds. Yeah, and she takes a mood stabilizer. There you go. Yeah. And she's, she's got sorry. one of each doctor. Oh, great. You know, that's how that works oh, yes. at that age. At that age, it is. Yeah. And so, like, between each of these things, you know that she's not taking any of these meds the right way because she doesn't have the cognitive capacity to structure her life that way anymore. Right. And she doesn't always eat. And when she does, she doesn't eat any better than our teenagers. <laughs> Correct. You'll go over there to to get her mail or something while she's in the hospital, and you'll see an empty container of ice cream that was bought that that wasn't there two days ago. So she ate the whole container of ice cream. But all the food is still there. But all the real food is still there. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, she's been in and out of the hospital like a lot, dozen or so, so times. She hadn't been in, in the in, intervening six months. Well, yeah, in the last couple months. Since I, when, when my ex, when my former work wife and I were doing the kitchen cabinets Mm -hmm. and my aunt yelled at me and I had had enough of it. And so that was probably late spring. In the late spring, she got angry at you and you got angry back and she decided she wasn't talking to you anymore. And you found that to be a relief. I said, that's fine. And I didn't talk to her. Right. She told me, she told me not to. And I followed instructions. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. I needed it. And she was in the hospital at that point. She was not being nice to the hospital people either. They were done with her. No. And eventually, um, you know, after three or four ins and outs, and she's not talking to you, but some of our other extended and adopted family are Mm -hmm. telling you that like, oh, well, maybe they've finally gotten her to go to a residential facility for rehab for a little bit so that she can actually get all the way better before going home and fucking up her meds again or fucking up her self-care again. Right. And they did do that. And then I got COVID. So I didn't, I didn't talk to her much at that point. At that point, she had, she had contacted me and I had talked to her briefly a couple of times, but then I had COVID Mm -hmm. and, um, I had the worst headache in the world. So I wasn't down for talking to people who don't make sense and just want to yell at me. Right. If I want to do that, I'll deal with my children. Mm hmm. 
But she got the idea that I didn't talk to her at all. That's when she decided again, I shouldn't call her. And that was fine. I didn't need to. So after she got out of the residential facility, they gave her like a couple months of antibiotics. And she finally got rid of the infection and stayed out of the hospital for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Until the other day. Until the other day, when you're supposed to be taking her to the airport on what, Monday morning, Tuesday morning? Thursday. Two two days from now. Two days from now. And she ended up in the hospital Sunday night. Yesterday. Yep, Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay, Monday morning, that's right. Yeah, she fell off the toilet. (sighs) That's what she said. You said she probably fell asleep. Well, and then didn't somebody say something about like landing wrong on She landed wrong. Yeah, I don't know. She... She um she told me today, oh my God, I'm holding my head. <laughs> she called me and I had a lot of, you know, I had my, my own therapy and other stuff going on. And so I said, I've got something in three minutes and I'm going to call you after one. Right. A few hours from now. And then at round one, I was like, nope, I need to lay down for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I text her and said, I will call you when I get up. So when I call her, she wants to tell me what she needs from the store. That's what she wanted to tell me when I told her I only had three minutes. And I'm like, I cannot imagine what you need from the store because you don't eat any of it. But okay. Uh-huh. Um, so she told me she needed a cane with four prongs. Yep. And a toilet paper, toilet paper like, she called it something. What she means is a toilet seat riser. Okay. But she called it a toilet paper something. And I, I just, I don't know what to say because I'm because not going to correct her. She won't remember. No, she won't. I was like, okay, let me see if they have any of those. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they don't. So she needs to order one on Amazon. Right. But she's going to my sister's, so she doesn't need to do that now. No, she doesn't. She does need a cane before she goes. So I will probably have to go to the store tomorrow and get a cane. Okay. And for some reason, some small bottles of orange juice. Somebody, I don't know, because they're called she, you know how this works in my family, told my aunt my, my aunt says, I told her how I was eating, and she said I should keep orange juice by my bed so I could have that in the middle of the night. And I should just get small boxes out of it or like the Capri Suns are or something that the orange juice is in. Can you imagine your aunt trying to work a Capri Sun pouch? <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, the orange juice doesn't come that way. Nope. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking it might have been grandma because grandma's thinking of things that kids use. Yes. And recommending this to my aunt. That sounds about right. So I said, let me see what kind of orange juice containers they have at the store. Right. Uh, look on my app right now, grocery store app. Uh-huh. And I looked it up and I said, well, they have cartons, but that has to go in the refrigerator. She says, no, it doesn't. It's not perishable. Oh. I said. I, I can't even. <laughs> I said, yeah, it is. She says, no, it's not milk. I said, it's um, it's squeezed oranges. So the juice is a fruit and it is perishable and it could get funny or go bad if you let it sit around. You know, I mean, probably not in the winter and not like very fast, but she doesn't pay attention to how long she leaves anything anywhere. No. So. No, they need to be the little bottles. Yeah, the little bottles would, you know, be the closest thing to Capri Sun. 
size. Yeah. So, and she said she only really needs a couple of them because she's leaving in two days. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's well, fine. Well, it's, it's interesting. I hope she really does get to go. I think she will. Because your sister was texting you the day before she went in the hospital. Was it the day that she went in the hospital? Okay. Because your sister was texting you also while your aunt was in the hospital there that same day. Yes. Kind of freaking out that our aunt had missed the toilet and broke something or hurt herself or whatever she did. Apparently, she might have a non-dislocated fracture. However, both my sister and my aunt have locked themselves out of the my chart, and I'm I'm not fixing it. Nope. I can't. Once my, my, my aunt gets there, my sister and my nephew can deal with my aunt's phone and my aunt's email, my aunt's my chart and whatever mm-hmm. else is going on. Because I went to my aunt's the other day. What did she need? Oh, she needed me to load money onto the laundry card because they don't take coins anymore. The machines don't take coins in their, in the laundry room at their facility. And they gave her a card, but I couldn't find a way to load the card. I could only find a way to load the app and load money onto the app. And. I made her try it like a few times and I told her, when you're going to do laundry, tell me when you're going to do laundry and make it like in the morning at, right after the boy leaves for school. And if you can't get the, the app to go, I can I can walk you through it again. It's not hard though. You open the app, you press the washing machine picture, you press the number of the washing machine you're standing in front of. It might be able to work. So if, if, if there's a way to fuck it up. Yeah. Well, you know. So I do know. while I was there, she gave me the notebook she keeps the passwords in. So I could put the password in and try to fix. She wanted her Hulu and her Roku on her iPad. I, I don't, okay, whatever. Yep. I don't know if you'll be able to make it go. So she gave me the notebook with the passwords. Well, re- very recently, this is a new notebook. Okay. I can tell this is a new notebook. And she transferred the ones out of the old notebook into the new notebook. She transferred them in a very dementia-like way where there's part of an email where part of a password should be, and she mixed everything together, like almost like you put it in a blender and spilled it back out or something, and then wrote at yahoo.com after it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm sorry that that was what you were working from. <laughs> I said, I don't think I can get the Hulu to go on here. Why don't you see if... You know, our nephew, her her great nephew, can do that for you. I right. signed it to my nephew. Good job. I did. You did. And I felt justified. I think that's totally yeah. fair. You guys figure this out. Right? Yeah. So, wow. yeah. So, so she called when, when my aunt called me from the hospital, she was upset and thinking she, she was on her way to the hospital in the ambulance. And uh, she said she didn't think she was going to be able to go now. I said, oh, just go to the hospital and they'll put a cast on you or put a a bunch of casts on you. (laughs) Just put you in a wheelchair and you'll be fine. Yes. And she just needs a brace. She's Yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything. but But your sister was freaking out. My sister was freaking out because of this. Well, and also because like they had talked just a few days previous. Mm-hmm. And your aunt had finally gotten around to like some sort of acknowledgement that she might actually be experiencing some sort of age-related cognitive decline. Yes. And my sister sent me a text about that. We were all so surprised. And she called it the dementia dementia. 
which I had to laugh because in our house, that's sort of like a, you know, I grew up in Flint, Michigan. I grew up around a lot of urban slang and Black American English. And, you know, to emphasize the the real version of something like the, not the door to the rest of the house from the bedroom, but the door to the balcony that goes outside, that's the door door. Yes. This is a longstanding discussion of ours. Yes. Or, you know, I need the shoes, shoes, not not the house shoes, the shoes, shoes. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so when your sister messages and says that your aunt has dementia, dementia, I was like, oh, it's the real thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't notice it. I skimmed it. I saw that there was an acknowledgement of from my aunt, and I was I didn't even have a chance to answer her till later. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even have a chance to send it to you until the next day. And I did not get back to it, like, and actually thoroughly read it. I know that you're shocked. Surprised you didn't fall off your chair. <laughs> it's not a toilet. <sighs> <sighs> I love laughing with you. <laughs> oh, this is coping humor. We're not, you know, I mean, we, we love these people. We take care of these people. Yes. They make fun of us too. It's okay. I'm sure they do. Oh, I know. I know they do. <laughs> Grandma tells me all the time. She oh, says, I'm, sure. I'm not sure what, what your aunt is saying about me, but I know what she's saying about you. Oh, I said, I'm, oh, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> yes. So coping humor it is. Yeah. <sighs> so in the next week, you have taking your aunt to the airport. Airport. At, in the middle of the night. At early o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. She asks me every time I talk to her what time I'm picking her up. Because she ain't got no memory problems. And I tell her the same times, because I'm nice like that. Because you don't have dementia dementia. <laughs> no, and I'm not cruel, so I'm not going to keep changing the times or something. That would be kind of funny, though. <laughs> she wouldn't know the difference. Though. She wouldn't, but like you still have to like get her to know what time she's getting picked up. But uh, either way, in I, the next week, you're taking her to the airport. Yes, you're taking a boy to the second half of his intake appointment. I am. And you're getting a hysterectomy. I am. Cousin Vinny's supposed to come up here and hang out with us. Yes. So they can help us uh, manage the... Children and household needs. Yeah, the household. Yes, which will be good. So I sent the, I sent Vinny a screenshot the other day of the text I was having with the boy, where I took a picture of the clothes that the boy threw on the floor in front of the laundry room. So he had come down with... His laundry. Put the laundry in the washer. Which I have to watch him do because I have to see what he's putting in there. Otherwise, make there will sure. be poopy clothes put in the washer. Yes. And then I send him back for the rest of it because I know there's still something peed on up there. And I'm always right. So he brought those things back down and... So we both went up to his room because it was a weekend. Mm-hmm. And on the weekend, I often go in there and say, now let's pick up all these... It smelled so bad in that room. Oh my God. You ended up using the, the Pet Fresh carpet deodorizer yeah, the, and vacuuming. sprinkle it yes. on and we wait and you vacuum. I For told when him, your small mammals pee on everything. I, I told him. I was giving him his pills. I'm like, take these goddamn pills right away. I need to get the F out of your stink room. <laughs> And then I said, when you get up, we got to get the stink out of here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it smelled like a rotten outhouse in there. Yeah, it's nasty. So anyhow. Teenage boys always stink anyway. I mean, I know. I taught middle school. I taught high school. Teenage boys but just But at least they stink. weren't peeing on everything in your classroom. Correct. So he brought the clothes down that we had found in his room. And even though he had already put all the other clothes in the washer, where did he put these clothes? On the floor in the in the doorway in front of the laundry room. 
So I took a picture of them and I sent the picture to him and I said, I'm pretty sure I didn't say, throw your clothes on the floor in front of the laundry room, which he found amusing, which is good. And he sends back the hee hee message. Yeah. And I'm like... So I sent a screenshot of that to Vinny and said, here's what to expect at my house. Mm-hmm. So we don't have too much going on. No, not too much because there's all kinds of insurance nonsense. But we will get to that next time. We will discuss your histo yeah. and the insurance nonsense and all of that. I explained it to my former work wife today who gave me a call. Oh, you did get to talk to other adults. I did get to talk to another adult for okay. a little while on the phone. Yeah, That's good. And I told her all about, I, I told her a synopsis of the insurance insanity. Mm. So You didn't want to keep her on the phone for four hours with the full version? <laughs> that took 57 minutes. <laughs> The synopsis did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well. Well, that and catching up with what else has been going on. But Right. I had to laugh because when you were texting with your sister mm-hmm. and she messaged back, I was about to ask what was gendery about all this. Mm-hmm. And she was clearly like copying something you had said and like sending it to somebody else, but then sent the message to you saying, no, my brother just sent me that. And when I saw that pop up on your phone, I was like, who's her brother? <laughs> <laughs> me. That's you. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. No, because at first I wasn't thinking about you because I was thinking she was sending that message to you. Right. You recognized that she was meaning to send that to somebody yeah, else and talking to her, about you. I sent back to her wrong person. Yeah. yeah. That's what you tell me. Yes, it is. Yeah. So. Yes. I often send messages to wrong person. Yeah. But. Anyhow. So, is there anything else for now or? If there is, we're too tired to talk about it. (laughs) Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. It says Yeti. Okay. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Nope. Good evening. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like your eyes. <laughs> Thank you, dear. You're welcome. Thank you for being here with me. You're welcome. Bob, I'm not going to pet you right now. Lay down. Lay down. Like fine, then I won't look at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Sure. I need water. Sorry. It's okay. Do you have water? Yep. Uh, are we ready again? Sure. Okay, thank you. Yep. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. Sorry. No, it's my turn, actually. I probably gave it to you. <laughs> I was about to say it, but I wasn't fast enough with the, with the words. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's evening. And We're- I've been social all day, and you've been quiet all day. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> <laughs>